Star Radio. You're on 910 AM at Superstation. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. And we are live today from N1 Concourse up in Pontiac. Very excited to be up here. The second annual American Speed Festival is here, and it is rolling. Started yesterday on Friday. We're going to be talking with folks uh, all two hours here uh, on car radio. Uh, folks who've uh, race cars, folks who take care of uh, some of the be- beautiful vintage cars up here. We're going to be talking to Ernie, Ernie, Ernie uh, Nagamatsu, who's got a beautiful hardtop 1964 Shelby Cobra up here. Uh, Bill and Melissa Cazero will join us talking about Ferraris. This is the 60th, uh, 70th anniversary of uh, Ferrari. Uh, Ken Lingenfelder, a good friend of the program, he's got some Corvettes up here. We'll be talking to him. And uh, then stick around for the second hour. We've got Dave Nicholas driving the Bobby Ray Hall March. Uh, Tim McGrain, Mike Lashmet, with, uh, who's an IndyCar collector, and the great Peter Brock, who is the uh, honor, the master of ceremonies up here. Uh, he'll be joining us also in the second hour. So a lot of great stuff uh, to get to uh, up here today. Uh, we'll be live for the entire two hours for the best car radio show in all of Michigan, and I'm joined by Tom McDonald, a uh, good friend of the program, and Tom uh, is a member up here at M1 Concourse, but Thomas is, uh, it's, it's great to be back up here back up here with you, second annual, it's, well, uh, I, here we go again. i got to tell you, uh, it just gets better and better every year. Uh, this is, as you said, the second annual uh, get-together for the American Speed Festival, and this year they're featuring, as you mentioned, the... 70th anniversary of Ferrari, uh, but also the 60th anniversary of uh, the Shelby. And we have a large collection of Shelby Cobras, Shelby GT350s, and it's just incredible not only to see them, Henry, but to actually hear the motors. I mean, that's what gets me. Uh, We have Indy cars here. We have Can-Am cars here. you can be proud of your car, Henry. Henry has a beautiful Porsche 906E, uh, which he just came off the track driving. And actually, I think, did your best time ever. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've, uh, I know this track pretty well. I've uh, lapped it in a lot of different cars. And so it's fun to have my uh, own car out here, a Porsche 1966 Porsche 906E, as you say. A uh, very historic car, uh, second to last Porsche 906 made in 1966, and uh, it's great to be out here with all these historic cars. And speaking of the of the Shelby Mark marquee car for the weekend, we got Ernie Nagamatsu uh, joining us. I think he's here from all the way from California. I think Ernie, you've come a long way. Yes, we came from Los Angeles, and uh, we're really happy to be here uh, for this anniversary. We've attended other reunions, the 50th and 40th. And uh, it's just great to be here because it's such a wonderful mark that has legacy and sustainability. Sustainability is lasting, and everybody loves Shelby's. Yeah, Ernie, tell us about the, your your coupe, uh, a very interesting car. Yes, uh, we own and race the Old Yeller 2 Buick Special with a 401 nail head and we raced that internationally, Goodwood and Australia, New Zealand. But I was a friend of Max before I even got that car. And so I saw at Hollywood Motors, I saw this Cobra come in and I thought, wow, that's nice. I had a 64 Carrera 2 4 cam and I said, well, you know, they leak oil. Maybe I better buy 
shift to a Cobra. So he helped me broker a deal. And the unfortunate thing is, I said, we went to a first historic race. And I said, Max, why did you put an automatic in this thing? <laughs> and and he's an air conditioner. And we went to Riverside to a vintage race. I said, Max, this is impossible. An automatic in a Cobra? And he laughed. I'll make it work. <laughs> well, it, well, it, he did. <laughs> it, you know, Ernie, it's, it's a beautiful car. It came in through uh, Dave Nicholas's shop here from California. I yes. saw it a little bit early uh, when you had shipped it out here. And my father uh, started out in an AC Bristol. And I believe this Cobra is based on the Bristol. But yes. you got a little more horsepower in there. Yes, I mean, uh, they say uh, that Carroll Shelby, he raced the old yeller, and at Elkhart Lake at Road America with the old yeller too, he was leading every European import, the newest Ferraris and bird cages, by 51 seconds. Wow. And because of that, he said, some, he thought about it, and the lightweight bolt went on, and lightweight chassis and American motor. And that's how he went to AC and said, send me the body, the chassis, forget the motor. I'll take care of the motor. And that's the history and Well, the, and first, origin. the, the first Cobra then had a Ford motor, or was it uh, a nail head? Yeah, the first Cobra had, had a, a Cobra. In fact, Moon, Moon Eyes, it was a friend, and he's the one that they sent the first AC and with the motor, Ford motor, and they sent it there to get it ready to launch. Nice. And the AC Bristols were notoriously light yeah, vehicles. Yeah, lightweight, yeah. kind of archaic. This track is really difficult for the Cobra because people don't realize ours is original, and it's got a front transverse leaf spring. I mean, my God, that's horse and buggy. <laughs> well, that, that's what's great to, uh, to be out here. We're sitting up on the porch uh, at the event center here at the M1 Concourse. Uh, you know, tremendous place to be. Folks who are listening out there, if you want to, if, uh, if if you uh, uh, want to plan your weekend, come out here to M1 Concourse. Uh, it's not only today, uh, but also on Sunday. Sunday is more of a concourse day. Today, Saturday is, in my opinion, the day to be out here because you'll see all of these cars on the track, and we're talking everything from Ernie's 1964 uh, uh, Cobra to my 1966 Porsche 906. We got a whole. Uh, a whole coven of indie cars here of all generations. Yeah, and the earliest one I think was the one of the Miller specials. Yeah, uh, saw it out on the track yesterday, and it was just incredible <laughs> to see rear engine, front engine, mid engine uh, indie cars. And and right now, Henry, we have a whole parade of uh, Cobras, Shelby Cobras, and uh, uh, probably. 20, 30, 40 cars going around the M1 uh, Motorsports uh, track here. This track is, as Ernie was suggesting, it's a very technical track, as you know, Henry, uh, and it's a one-and-a-half-mile track, and it's not a racetrack, per se. Uh, they don't do door-to-door racing here, although some guys would like to. <laughs> but uh, it's more of a performance track, and uh, it's it's just a ball to uh, to drive, and it's it's very difficult to be perfect every time you go around. Well, and and, and I think uh, you know we appreciate the neighbors here in Pontiac. I mean, this is very unusual, uh, as as Ernie knows, coming from California to have a racetrack right in the middle of a metropolitan area. This is a very special place in Pontiac and M1 work together. 
to you know to keep the uh, noise down and and uh, you limit this to a test track. This is as big an event as you'll see uh, during the course of the year, probably with. Uh, Anywhere from 10 to 15 cars on the track at, at once. Ernie, this is probably your first time at this track. What do you think? Yeah, it's a great track. I think the one thing, even though it's a short track, uh, it's great to come down to the long straight that they have because, you know, on the straight you get to shake the legs out of your car and, and put your foot on the throttle, but you got to remember this track has no runoff except one area. So... I think it's good warning too. It, it warns a lot of the people on track that you got to be careful. You can't just run off the track. <laughs> and you, you know, and we're bringing vintage cars out here. Uh, you know, sixty-year-old cars. Got to make sure your brakes are working. That's a problem for some folks out here. Let, let me ask you about your uh, uh, sixty-four car. I mean, as you were mentioning earlier, uh, you've you've, uh, you've been very involved in the old Yeller, which was such a successful car at the end of the nineteen fifties. Then you have this uh, this sixty-four uh, Shelby uh, hardtop coupe that you got out here today. Yeah, I mean, you're right in the meat of the de- of the Shelby development. There are a lot of guys like Car- Carol Shelby, who are developing cars, going racing in that era. What, what do you think makes uh, Carol Shelby special? What made him stand out? I, I think it was, actually, it was the man. They call him the man with a cowboy hat, and he even sold chili at one time. But I think that carries forward the sustainability. In other words, you know, we all know there's car clubs and there's, great fans but you know what cars the fans and drivers and owners really cherish and have a passion for that's a notch above and like the old dealer max gave me all the memorabilia the archives the invoices trophies everything before i even got the car so i became a designated custodian in other words you're the historian (laughs) designated responsibility so many of these cars believe me in this parade lap and i see my cobra out there somebody gave rick noop the keys (laughs) and he's a le mans champion but he's out there in my car and racing this afternoon but every one of these cars believe me because of the passion they feel responsible when they ever sell it that it they make sure it gets to a good home. That is the mark of if there's importance to the mark, and, and in this case, it's Shelby. So, so Ernie, we're, we're you know, coming right by in front of us here, three Shelby Daytonas. These are the historic cars that uh, Carroll Shelby first won Le Mans with. I, I believe the number 13 cars, we have 12 and 14 here. I believe the number 13 car is the actual Le Mans winner. That's in a Las Vegas in Las Vegas at the Shelby Museum there. Uh, tell us about these 12 and 14 cars. Uh, what are their significance? Daytona Coupes? Yeah, the Daytona yeah Coupes. I, I think, you know, Pete Brock, people don't realize, and this is a backstory that's not heard often, but Pete Brock worked for Hollywood Motors, and Max and Ina, during the build of Old Hiller, that's where he met Carol Shelby. And, and another note is they... Carol Shelby says, hey, uh, you can work for me. Come, I need somebody to run my driving school. So Pete Brock, featured here, tribute, he ran Carol Shelby 
advanced driving school at Willow Springs. If you look on YouTube, you can find him giving instructions. Yeah. And so, you know, that all blends in how he got to design, be part of the GT350, the stripes. That was his. People don't realize. That's Peter Brock's signature. Peter Brock. He had a 1950s pickup customized hot rod truck. And on that, it's white with blue stripes. And where did the blue stripes come from for the GT350? And so. That's fantastic. And so these are the backstories. And little the, known, little yeah. known stories. And then <laughs> Daytona came, of course, you know, later. And certainly people think that they had to have a, some clue from the Le Mans hardtop because that was made for aerodynamic to pick up 10 miles an hour on the straight in Mussolini Street in Le Mans. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, you're three miles on that straightaway, so oh, yeah. every mile per hour counts. Yes. All right, uh, tell us a little bit about Old Yeller. Yeah, Old Yeller, you know... I always say it was Americana dream, meaning in those days, and everybody, if you're older, you remember that the biggest purses were really in America, not at Monaco or all those places. The purse, money purse, was not there as big as America. Riverside had huge purses, and and they drew 130,000 people. And so uh, Max, with a backyard special and what he did is he had the best new used parts not old parts but he had a jag 120 upper a-arm he had a, a pontiac lower a-arm and then he had a studebaker rear end and he had a jag transmission but what he did is he said i want the best of every car <laughs> to race and clear that the Jag transmissions were the best, and Studebaker, you could change gears. And the Buick motor. And the Buick motor, because in the first races, they were all flat. There were there were military bases, and there wasn't designated race tracks, and so he knew that you it was a drag race to the corner, hit the brake, go around, drag race to the next corner. Nothing could match. Nothing could match them. Power it must have, of a Buick. It must have worked. Ernie, uh, we, 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 because uh, it was a very, very successful car. Ernie, we really appreciate your, uh, joining us today. Ernie Nagamatsu, uh, come up here, see Ernie going out on the track in his, uh, 64, uh, Cobra Coupe. It's a sight to see. We're going to take a break here, hear from our advertisers, and on the other side, we'll be talking Ferraris. You're on 910 AM. If you've been injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies never want to pay. Hello. Listen, David, I'm telling you, we won't pay. No, I'm looking at the case right now, and you will pay. No, we won't. I'm absolutely no, positive we won't. that you will pay. No. Okay, that's it. No. When the insurance companies say they won't pay, I will make them pay you. Get the money you deserve at GetDavidGetPaid.com.
Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 63. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need the Word Network. Balance of Nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials. And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. All right, welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM. The Superstation, we are live from... M1 Concourse today at the second annual American Speed Festival. Fantastic event. Uh, the feature mark up here is the Shelby Daytona. We'll be talking to Peter Brock a little later in the program, but there is a lot of great stuff out here, uh, particularly some, some wonderful Ferraris. And uh, we're joined by Bill and Melissa Cazara, who've got a couple Ferraris uh, out here. They've been out on track. Uh, Guys, it must be uh, fun to be husband-wife, nose-to-tail out there in uh, Ferrari 488s. That sounds like a good day. Very exhilarating, very exhilarating, Henry. We, uh, we're having a good time, and I just have one objective, and that is to make sure that I don't pass my wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's very smart. You might be sleeping on the couch tonight. And we're, we're, uh, we're also joined by my good friend uh, Tom McDonald. Uh, uh, here and and uh, Tom, you you introduced me to Bill and Melissa the first time. Uh, you're you're just down the row from their garage, and you said, Henry, you've, you've got to see the Kazara garage. Uh, this was last year during the garage walk. It's uh, it's fantastic, isn't it? Well, they they have one of the most beautiful garages here. Not just the garage itself, but Bill and Melissa put together a wonderful collection of cars. Uh, 
Mercedes, Porsches, Ferraris, BMWs. Uh, Lamborghinis. You, Lamborghinis. Yeah, you name it. They, they have uh, a wonderful collection. But since this is the 70th anniversary of Ferrari, and uh, Ferrari is one of the featured marks here this weekend, we thought we'd uh, ask you a few questions about, particularly, Melissa, your car, you you have a, uh, uh, a beautiful 488 uh, Ferrari Challenge car. I Tell do. us a little bit about that car. It's a gorgeous car, by Thank the way. Thank you. Well, it's brand new. We just got it three days ago. 2022. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, no, the, it's new a for me. Yeah, yeah, new for me. Right. Um, yeah, three days ago it showed up. So. Well, if for only three days you were wheeling it pretty good around this track. I was trying. Uh, wow. I was trying. <laughs> you were doing well. <laughs> and your you. husband was behind you. Yeah, he was trying to catch up. I know, he couldn't. <laughs> yeah, Bill, what do you think of that? Well, that's just fine. <clears throat> we actually, the two of us, had the chance to drive in Italy in Marinello on the Fiorano track. We oh, did wow. the Ferrari uh, driving courses there. And we were driving, actually, the 488 Pistas at the time. Yep. And um, it, it, the format of the class is you come in and a professional driver analyzes uh, your data mm-hmm. via a USB stick. And so there was a, a gentleman uh, standing behind us as we were both getting feedback. And the first thing the professional driver said is he complimented Melissa that her best time was two-tenths of a second better than my best time. Hey. <laughs> and uh, the gentleman that was observing, was in the class observing, he asked me later today, he says, just how could you let your wife beat you faster than you? And I said, I'm the kind of guy that likes to think all the way through the end of the day. <laughs> well. It, it's good. It's good sports. But Bill, you were driving uh, one of the. Uh, I think you told me the last normally aspirated Ferraris at uh, uh, the Ferrari F8 uh, tribute car. Tell us about yeah. that. Yeah. So for 2022 uh, and 2023, Ferrari will make the last of this F8 Tributo uh, GT V8 GT car. That's a 710 horsepower, naturally aspirated, although turbocharged car. And uh, car's top speed is 211 miles an hour. And of course, I didn't go quite that fast out here, but I think I, I think I came close to maybe 135 down the straightaway. Wow, that's my wife. that's good. Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> that car will be now known in history as the last of the naturally aspirated cars because the replacement of the GT car is the 296 GTB, which is a hybrid. It's a hybrid. That's right. So there's no longer going to be any more fully internal combustion engine Ferrari two-seat GT cars after the F.A. Tributo. So we, uh, we're pretty They're just going to get that. more expensive, aren't they? Yeah, they, they are. <laughs> start, putting, start putting batteries in, and they're just going to get more expensive. Oh, and heavier. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, 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 Tom is uh, alluding your collection in there. You've got these uh, two beautiful Ferraris out here today. But uh, uh, what, what, for this track, I, I love this track, very technical track, one and a half uh, mile track. What do you guys like to bring out on, on M1 in particular? Yeah. We, we are a little bit partial to uh, the Porsche 911 series, the yeah. GT uh, cars, GT3s, mm-hmm. uh, the GT3 RS, and, of course, the GT2 RS. The GT2 RS is a little bit too much car for this track. Yeah. This track is uh, 1.55 miles and uh, has 11 turns, a little bit of elevation change, but the, the GT2 RS would be too much. And, of course, uh, they're not the, the new 992 generation cars, all it's produced now so far in that new generation 911 is the uh, the Carrera S 
the Carrera or the 911 GTS and then the Carrera, or excuse me, the 911 GT3. So we have both the 911 GTS and a new GT3 that we just started tracking out here. Yeah, that's a yeah. fantastic car out here. GT3 RS They're amazing on the track. Just, just GT3. RS is not out yet. Yeah. They introduced the GT3 RS in the new generation at Monterey a couple uh, weeks ago, and we saw the car. It's a beautiful car, yeah, and it'll be... It'll be highly coveted and highly in-demand car when it comes. When it's you agree, the, you agree the, with that, Melissa? You I, like the GT3 911 out here? I do. I yeah. do. But the 458s and the 488s, they're, they're phenomenal on the track. Yeah. Well, yeah. you were driving, I saw one day, Melissa, you were driving uh, your Lamborghini, too. Yeah. Which uh, you were doing some good times for Thank Performante. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they only made 500 of those cars. and uh, They're they're all so beautiful. It's, yeah. it's, uh, I, have a, I have a good uh, uh, GT2 RS story. So last gen, I was up at Elkhart Lake uh, uh, testing it for the Detroit News, and uh, Hurley Haywood and David Donahue were out there with us. And uh, they're limiting us journalists. You know, we had to behave, stay, you know, keep 155 miles an hour on the main straight. But when Haywood went out and did a lap by himself, he had 175 miles an hour at the end of the front straight at Elkhart. The Indy cars are doing 185. Wow. So to, to, to your point, that's how capable yeah. a production 911 uh, turbocharged GT2 RS is. They're phenomenal cars. There's there's a lot of great stuff out here in the paddock as well. Amazing what, cars. Yeah, so Melissa, what do you what do you like out here? What do you got your eye on? Well I mean if stuff? I got a oh I I love the Cobras. Absolutely love them. I so I'm I'll take any of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's plenty to choose from here today. We just saw a parade go by. There's probably uh, 10 or 15 yeah. Cobras and then probably 30 or 40 uh, Mustang GT350s yeah. uh, out there. And it's just an amazing uh day to, 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 to be a car enthusiast. It is. It, it is. It's like being in the candy shop. Uh, M1 facility located right here in Pontiac, Michigan. It's the only facility in the country which is located in a major metropolitan area. And uh, M1 has grown to become really a wonderful place for car enthusiasts, car aficionados, and car lovers. And uh, you two kind of represent all of those uh, by being aficionados, car lovers, and lovers. So uh, yeah. we're so happy to have Bill and uh, Melissa Cazera with us here today, Henry. Thank you. Uh, what do you think, Bill? What do you see out there in the paddock that uh, catches your eye? Well, I I actually uh, am pretty partial to the four GTs, and so yeah. there's a couple of GTs out so there. So the, 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 uh, the, the latest GT or the 2005 the GT? Uh, the latest GT. There's yeah. a couple of them out there. There, there, there are not any of the, the 2005 six-vintage GTs. You'll see one tonight as you come in the front door uh, for the black uh, checkered black flag event. But um, the ones out here are the 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21 model year cars. And they're just beautiful. Yeah. I mean, they're you know they're really designed uh, for the track, and of course most uh, guys that have them don't uh, don't want to push them too hard on the track. But they're beautiful cars, and um, you know back to what Tom McDonald was just was talking about. This M1 Concourse is just a fabulous facility. Uh, you know we're fortunate to have been founding members here in terms of garage owners, and then also members of the Motorsports Club. And uh, we've been here now for about eight years, going on eight years, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful community. And I believe this American Speed Festival 
uh, which we're enjoying today, is really one of the phenomenal marquee events of, of the M1 concourse. And yeah. So we're honored to be here today. We're honored to be able to uh, drive on the track with uh, with Ferraris and uh, enjoy all the beautiful things that this lovely uh, venue has to offer. Well, and, and to your point, I mean, this is this has really become a pregnant month in the uh, the Detroit calendar because of the Detroit Auto Show. Downtown has moved uh, to September. You have three auto shows now in the same month in September. The Detroit Auto Show, showing all the latest stuff from the uh, manufacturers. Then you get the Concourse to Elegance, which is da- downtown at the DIA, uh, seeing just some beautiful uh, 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 vintage vehicles. And then you come out here at the tail end of the month, and you get to see classics on track. I mean, this is this has uh, 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 really become a trifecta of great shows. Yep. Yeah, in yeah. addition to that, Henry, though, uh, we also had the uh, Woodward Dream Show here. Which in August, at right. the end of August, which coincided with the Woodward Dream cruise, and uh, it, it too was uh, a really wonderful exhibition of uh, classic hot rods and yeah, that's a different crowd, a whole different crowd. <laughs> but, uh, but, but knowing us as as car people, we love all those uh, all those types of cars. Absolutely. What, what do you, what do you think, uh, Melissa? So uh, the dragsters out here. You, you ever wanted to do a an eighth of a mile down Woodward? Do you? I'm game. Yeah, you want to next year? <laughs> sure. we, we we do a program here from the uh, from the, uh, the from the uh, the Woodward Dream Cruise right before the Dream Show. Absolutely. Yeah, we got to we got to get you guys out there on the eighth mile. The roadkill night. The roadkill night. Road road yeah, the night before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hang on, guys. We're going to take a break here and hear from our uh, sponsors. We're live from M1 Concourse at the American Speed Festival. We will be right back. After a word from our sponsors. If you've been injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies never want to pay. Hello. Listen, David, I'm telling you, we won't pay. No, I'm looking at the case right now, and you will pay. No, we won't. I'm absolutely no, positive we won't. that you will pay. No. Okay, that's it. No. When the insurance companies say they won't pay, I will make them pay you. Get the money you deserve at GetDavidGetPaid.com. 9 a.m. Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500, but they must air with a 30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Mike Z at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at M-I-K-E-Z at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesday's Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. 
Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. If great programming and pure excitement is what you want, 910 AM is what you need. you are on car radio. Welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News, joined by my good friend Tom McDonald. We're up here on the roof of the Event Center at M1 Concourse enjoying the second annual American Speed Festival, and we're talking to Bill and Melissa Kazara, who are out here uh, racing their Ferraris on track. Unique, unique event um, that, that uh, you can see all these cars on track. That's what really makes... Uh, uh, this this uh, special bill. Uh, I mean, you, you you go around the country. Any any uh, any events similar to this? Well, not in terms of uh, uh, events like this, where there's a, a speed festival per se. But we have been around the country on different tracks. In fact, we spent the summer getting to know a little bit more about uh, the um, the uh, the different tracks in the country. So this year we went to the, the Explorer Watkins Glen. Uh, up in New York, that was a beautiful experience. And we did Road America up in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to Indianapolis to, 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 to attend a race there. And then I had the pleasure just about 10 days ago to, to go to Road Atlanta and drive on the track for two days and experience that very scary turn 11 and 12. And if you've ever been down, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. It's a blind It's a blind uh, curve under 11. You go under a bridge, and you have to be right at the right point under a bridge, and the car has to be on the right angle to be able to hit the turn-in point on that track, which is blind. And you're coming over that hill about 100 miles an hour, and you're supposed to uh, stay on the accelerator to about a car, and a half, a car length and a half from where the turn-in point is. And it takes a lot of guts to be yeah. able to do that. But leading up to that turn, of course, you've got a mile-long straightaway where you know I was driving a, a Porsche, the new generation GT3, and uh, some guys were doing 157 miles an hour. Uh, I would consider myself a little bit of a chicken, so I only got to 147, <laughs> 147 miles an hour um, because I uh, I spent my uh, my career working in the auto industry as a mechanical engineer, so I I know a little bit too much about the car <laughs> to uh, to have that much guts. Well, at least you have your own uh, confidence. You know, I've seen uh, a lot of people over the years uh, they they 
run out of talent real quick. Yeah. Yeah. And the cars are <laughs> faster than uh, what the person is. Yeah. But, uh, right. Well, it's a test. Yeah. I mean, tracks like uh, Road Atlanta, Watkins Glen. I mean, those were those were old school tracks. Uh, you got to know what you're doing there. I was just uh, I was racing up at Watkins Glen a couple weeks ago, uh, Melissa. And when I was a kid, 1979, I went to Watkins Glen. Uh, Gilles Villeneuve won. Uh, the the Formula One race up there, Formula first Formula One race I ever went to, uh, he was racing a Ferrari, and to me, you know, that's uh, I mean that it's a revelatory moment. You know, you see that first race, and Watkins Glen at that time was the Formula One track in the United States, and to me, that was that that's the premier track in it's the country. Amazing. That's the track I always wanted to race. I've been fortunate to race it uh, over over the years, but my kids. Uh, uh, growing up, and they race with me. They want to go to Circuit of the Americas because that's where the Formula One guys go these days. What uh, what's your what's your what's your favorite track? Going around the country. Well, I haven't been on a ton of them yet. <laughs> uh, I, I did like Watkins Glen. Yeah. Um, I love Barbara, Barbara Motorsports. Motorsports. Is just a phenomenal Birmingham, track. Alabama. Yeah. yeah, we did a lot of our Porsche training. Great there. Porsche track, yeah. yeah. I'll be and, back uh, there in December. Yep, that's a 2.4 mile, 16 turn, 80 feet of elevation change, and it's a it's a really exciting track. And and I certainly uh, have, uh, have have booked a lot of laps uh, along with Melissa on that track, and I, I would say that's one of my favorite tracks. Yeah, we enjoy that very much, and. Uh, you know, Melissa now is getting ready to enter the Ferrari Challenge Race Series next year and uh, should be hitting all those tracks, as, as Ferrari does in this country, five different races through the course of the year leading up to the yeah. international uh, race, uh, which is next month in Italy. Actually, this month, because today's October 1st. Yes. Uh, so Italy. next year, ask me that question. That's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, that's, that's that's serious stuff with Ferrari Challenge. Talk about that a little bit, about your uh, preparation. Are you going to be driving this car that you have I in will the Challenge be. Well, Series? this is my bad backup car <laughs> uh, we ordered a brand new one but it's not going to be until march so to get me some seat time and track time we picked up this car and uh, i'm going to use this until the new one comes in and switch over um but yeah we had a friend that was doing the challenge series so we kind of went to a couple of the races and you just want to get out there you want to join you want to be a part of the action it's it's one thing sitting you know along the guardrail and watching it's I just want to be on the track. <laughs> yeah, well, that's going to be fantastic. have too many female uh, race car drivers, so they're really honored to have Melissa be part yes. of the, uh, the program. And, and she'll be, you know, sponsored by the uh, the Ferrari of Naples, Florida store. Uh, I wonder manager. how that store did in the uh, They hurricane. did not get flooded. I got they a call from our, our salesman there. That's good news. And uh, yeah. she, uh, she will be uh, also supported by Conquest Racing in Indianapolis, who is the, the team manager for... Uh, that series of Ferrari stores, which is uh, uh, under the name of a New Country, so they've got a store in Naples, they got one in West Palm, they got one up in upstate New York, and uh, so uh, we we are just uh, getting into that program, and uh, we're really happy to see Melissa get some seat time and practice as she heads into that Ferrari Challenge. Well, race. it'll be exciting to see you on the track, For Melissa, sure. and Thank I'm you. sure you'll do well. Uh, you got a great cheerleader uh, behind you. I do, I do, and he polishes cars really well too. Yeah, so. well. <laughs> Does he go and get lunch too? Yeah, you'd be amazed. Does laundry? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to get you on the program. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear about that experience uh, next next year. Yeah, I mean, tremendous tracks, tremendous car. Will it be an F8? 
that you'll I, be driving? Uh, no, it, uh, it'll be the 488. The 488, same, yeah. same car. Yes, yeah. yes, you're yeah. getting good prep work out here. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest car they make right now for the Challenge Series is the 488. And uh, that car will be replaced in two years by the 296 GTP mm-hmm. Challenge car, which, interestingly enough, will only be an internal combustion engine race car. It will yeah. not be a hybrid for oh. the racetrack. So for next year, um, the 488 Challenge is the last year for the 48 Challenge only. And in 2024, Ferrari Challenge will be both the 488 and the 296. They'll run them together? They'll run them together. Okay. Yeah. And so the only way they could really get the 296 GTV to compete with the 488 yeah. is to make it just internal combustion engine only, right? Next year is last year for the 458. No, I think they're done with the 458. It's 448 is two years from now. Then they're done with the 488. 488 is now, and 448 is the... As 296 will replace it. Yeah. And then come 2025, you will only be able to race the 296 GTV. Okay. So the 488 that she has, she'll have two of them. They'll become somewhat antiques and just for for tracks like this. (laughs) But will no longer be allowed to race in the Ferrari Challenge Series. But but that's okay. It's great to have race cars that you can take around these tracks. uh, It's always good to get new toys. Right, right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and and, and that's that's what makes these brands is is racing on track. So great to hear that uh, Ferrari's keeping that going. Tell us. uh, uh, yeah, Bill and Melissa, we really, really appreciate your joining us today. We're going to uh, uh, swap you out with uh, our friend King, Ken Lingenfelder over here uh, for the last segment of the hour. Look forward to seeing you uh, tonight at the uh, at the checkered uh, flag ball, the big Absolutely. charity event. We'll be there. Yeah, thanks Thank very you. much for joining us. Thank thanks you for, for having us. us. Thanks for yeah. us. and have fun on the track this afternoon. Great. Thank you. Good afternoon. All right, we got uh, Ken Lingenfelder is going to join us. Uh, transition from Ferraris and talk about. Uh, 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 Corvettes, and uh, uh, Ken, of course, uh, uh, knows uh, has has done all kinds of modified work with uh, Corvettes. He's uh, an icon here in the area, and he's figured out how to put a supercharger on the current uh, Corvette C8. Ken, uh, uh, welcome back to the program, and uh, tell us a little bit about uh, supercharging the mid-engine Corvette C8. Oh, thanks, Henry. Good to see you, and thanks for having me on the show. Um, you know, the uh, engine manager system is pretty encrypted on that new Corvette. In fact, you can't get in it. Yeah. So, obviously, for a company like mine, we've had to learn how to engineer things a little differently. And, uh, you know, through our expertise and a lot of hard work, uh, we figured out how to get a supercharger on that new C8 Corvette, uh, make 700 horsepower, and uh, not let the engine manager system know what we're doing. So... <laughs> But you had to reverse engineer, so to speak. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. And, and we'd already done that. I mean, we found some more horsepower also by uh, working with a company that helped us produce an intake, throttle body headers, and exhaust, and uh, performance design. And uh, that got us probably about up to 600 horsepower with it. Um, we've got a Cunningham uh, commemorative car here at uh, at the show on display. Is that the white one? Yes, it is. That is gorgeous. Thank you. It's spectacular. It is so clean and simple. Well, I can't take credit for the design because Cunningham, the people at Cunningham Motors did that, but but the car is very cool. Yeah. And uh, they're only building 60, 60 or 65, I can't remember. Um, we're doing the building of them. Uh, they come into us after the customer orders them, and we add the body, body work with the help of a few uh, other companies, and then we uh, do the engine work. But, but we this throttle body header and exhaust uh, option and, and upgrade has been great as well. And uh, I have that on my home, my my personal driver, my daily driver. But I have to say though, 
right from the get-go. This C8 Corvette is the absolute best car, and bang for the buck, I think, is out there. Um, well, I have to agree with you when you see that uh, you know a car like that for uh, at least starting well under a hundred thousand dollars, and what you get the bang for the buck oh, is huge. is incredible. And it's the style. Uh, it's it's a beautiful style car, I think. And uh, uh, Henry and I, one day we were out driving the McLaren, and we pulled it next to the new Corvette, and by God. For the difference, Henry, remember, it must have been a $200,000 difference. Oh, yeah. And uh, the Corvette was just as pretty and just as, probably just as well-performing. Uh, General Motors just really hit it out of the park with that car. I know it's been developed over a long period of time, but I, I've got, that's my daily driver. I've got a white with red one. I always get white with red with Corvettes. And uh, I've got 33,000 miles on mine, and I put it through everything, and I've driven it everywhere we go and uh it's just an amazing car well and I, and I and i think what it what happens with each generation too is the is the particularly the last two generations and the interiors have gotten so oh, yeah. so good i mean you're talking you're putting thirty three thousand miles on a sports car it better be uh comfortable <laughs> and it's really good the c8 it, it it is truly very comfortable my wife and i you know uh my wife does most of the racing in the family these days, and so she's uh-huh. uh, spending a lot of time at different tracks and, and at, con- at uh, uh, autocross areas and having a blast. Yeah. So. Well, Ken, uh, 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 let's take a break here. We're going to hear from our sponsors. If you can hang around, sure. we're going to uh, talk more cor- Corvettes on the other side of the break. Uh, you're on Car Radio. We are live from M1 Concourse at the American Speed Festival. If you've been injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies never want to pay. Hello? Listen, David, I'm telling you, we won't pay. No, I'm looking at the case right now, and you will pay. No, we won't. I'm absolutely positive that you will pay. No. Okay, that's it. When the insurance companies say they won't pay, I will make them pay you. Get the money you deserve at GetDavidGetPaid.com. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh foods. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive 
unique patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need the Word Network. All right, welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. We are broadcasting live today from M1 Concourse. Uh, have our good friend of the program, Ken, Ken Lingenfelder, uh, join us. He's brought out uh, a few Corvettes um, uh, to, to show off here. Ken, uh, it doesn't sound like you'll get a chance on, to get on the track, but last year you were out here on the track. Tell us about that experience. That was a very historic car. Well, I'll tell you what, it was a blast. Uh, I was fortunate enough years ago to pick up Zora Dantov's personal mule car. It's a 1954 Corvette. A lot of people think it was the first V8 uh, Corvette. Smokey Eunuch uh, built the motor, and uh, it's a little odd-looking. It's got, you know, a tarnal cover over the passenger seat, and it's got a big wing that goes out back past the the back of the head of you to the to the back of the car um but it also makes all the great car going car guy noises you know and every once in a while you'll see a flame shoot out of the side pipes that come out of it so it was a blast to drive out here is that car um you said it's a one-off certainly but was that shark wing in the back was that for looks or was there an aerodynamic or for crosswind or what i I have to tell you i've talked to a number of aerodynamics guys and uh, they've said like i don't know what they could have been thinking but it looked cool yeah that's for sure yeah well and that you know that and you were talking before about the development of the mid-engine uh corvette which has finally been realized in the c8 but you go all the way back to duntoff sure and he knew all the way back you know back in the late 50s early 60s that mid-engine was the way to go i mean that that was always that was always in the cooker yeah it really was you know and they've got a they've got three cars they developed they called serve one serve two and serve three those were all mid-engine cars and it just never got to the next level and then never got to the next level and was so. this because of the hierarchy at gm didn't want to invest in it or you know i've heard a lot of different stories and you know there was a group i think at one point that just kind of wanted to eliminate the corvette you know and we've all heard those stories and and at the bean counters there you go yeah <laughs> and, and i get that you know i i mean i understand but boy thank goodness they stayed with it you know so. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, ultimately, these are these are uh, uh, publicly traded companies. they, they got to make a business case. And it's so interesting to me the, the difference between the uh, the Corvette, mid-engine Corvette uh, business case, and the Ford GT sure. mid-engine uh, business case. I mean, totally different cars. They are. Uh, even though they're mid-engine, totally different price points. And, and with, the, with the Ford guys, uh, the, the, the business case was the 2005... 
Ford GT is trading for three times. That's right. It's uh, its original uh, sticker price. We got you know we we'll make another collector car with a Ford GT. In the case of GM, it's more about volume, right? Yeah, you got it. And I'll tell you what, I they're selling every one of those Corvettes they can build, and they can't seem to build them fast enough. So, I mean, you hear a lot of people bellyaching right now about the fact that they they want a Z06, but they wonder if they'll ever be able to get one because, you know, it may take so long. But uh, I. I mean, they've really hit on something. I've been down to the Corvette plant. I've been down to that racetrack down there, and uh, it's just an amazing story. Yeah, it really is. Ken, what do you hear from your customers about the uh, about this this transition from front engine to mid engine Corvette? Yeah, uh, you know, I what's interesting is the C7 was also a very, very, very good car. Yeah. And, you know, it's more traditional. It's got the front engine and everything else. And so I've had a number of people that have walked by me uh, at this event itself in the paddock and said, well, I've got my C7, and I love it, and I'm not going to get rid of it. Of course, that car took a little bit of a hit because everybody wanted the round taillights, you know. and that. So it, it's uh, I think it's something that's evolved over time and will continue to evolve. Yeah. So. <laughs> The, uh, we, we've got some uh, the Shelby's coming out here again uh, after lunch. Uh, they are the feature mark here this weekend. Uh, all kinds of Shelby's. We had a Shelby Can Am car out here that I didn't even know existed. I didn't either <laughs> before. Uh, well, it's yeah. interesting. That car uh, resides right here at M1. Seriously? Oh, is that right? Yes, okay. uh, owned by uh, Aldine. Ah, and uh, you know, I know Al, and I guess I didn't realize yeah. he owned that car. I'll yeah. go pat him on the back. Yeah, he's. I think he's driving it right now. Yeah, and uh, he just changed the livery. Uh, has a now a Golf uh, livery on it. Looks, yeah. looks yeah. really nice. But but Shelby and and uh, Ford are inseparable as brands. Yeah. Uh, you know, going back to the original uh, uh, Daytona De, uh, Daytona Coupe that we see out here. Uh, how about on the GM side? Was there ever a Carroll Shelby? Well, there's a Ken Lingenfelter. Yeah, right. Obviously, yeah. you 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 modify things. I mean, but but was Carol? Uh, was there an equivalent to a Carol Shelby? But uh, but uh, uh, more uh, uh, more to the point, was he an inspiration to you yeah, to go well, into this business? So thank you for trying to put me on that same level. But there's a lot of distance between there, Henry. But but the fact is that uh, Carol was a one-off. I knew him. Uh, he built a car for me years ago. Uh, what a character. Uh, I mean, uh, every time I was with him, I was shocked at what he could get away with, you know, and uh, even in simple conversations. But, uh, but I, you know, it, Corvette has had internal guys uh, like, um, I'm trying to think of some of the people that have been down there, but the gentleman that worked for uh, Rick Hendrick for a long time, uh, Mr. Peterson, I, I, you know, there have been really, truly focused guys uh, within the company that have yeah. kept that thing going. Yeah. So, but they they've tended to be inside. Right. Whereas, not a, not a one off like Carol. Though. Right. Yeah. And it, and it's interesting now. Um, yeah, different corporate cultures. But now I think for the first time, Corvette Racing is going to sell the body and white to private teams. I've heard that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So starting next year, I think we're going to start to see some privateers out there in Corvette C8s. I think it's kind of a natural progression. I really do. Yeah. And I'm anxious to see it. Yeah. That's going to be so, exciting. It will be. Yep. Well, speaking of uh, Shelby and and uh, his persona and the relationship with Ford, don't forget, really, Lee Iacocca was the guy that really 
embraced Carl Shelby within the Ford Motor Company. And to the fact, if you remember, when Iacocca went to Chrysler, Shelby built uh, a couple Chrysler, I forget what, what it was. Yeah, that's it was, right. Shelby something Chrysler. Right, Chrysler yeah, that's Shelby. right. So there was, yeah, yeah. He, did, he did cross over to another brand. And, you know, Carol knew I was a Corvette guy, but never gave me a hard time. <laughs> and he was always trying to sell me a new car. So, you know, well. Yeah. Well, he, he made some great cars. Uh, uh, Ken Lanefelder with Lanefelder Engineering. Great to great to have you up here. Great to see you out here this weekend and your, your cars. Uh, all the best to you, and hope you enjoy the afternoon. Yeah, you, and one thing, too, that we should mention about Ken, he has one of the most... Uh, Unusual and wonderful collection of cars out in the Thank Brighton, uh, Michigan. And uh, his museum, uh, you open it for charitable yeah, events? Ac- actually, we have a charity fundraiser coming up next Saturday, uh, October 8th, for the Pink Fund. Uh, uh, Breast wonderful. Cancer Awareness Month is October, so yeah. we're going to do every can- everything we can to raise some money. Yeah, yeah, tra- yeah tremendous event, and, uh, and you're always uh, kind to invite me out there to broadcast from there. I can't make it this year, but, yeah, again, everybody who's listening, come up here to the American Speed Festival this weekend. Next year, go to uh, uh, Ken's uh, uh, collection and support the Pink Fund. It's a great cause. Just a donation right at the door. It's uh, a very inexpensive way to have a fun Saturday. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Ken, thanks. Thank uh, that's going to wrap up our first hour here out at M1 Concourse, but we got a whole other hour in front of us. You hear the uh, the Shelby V8s out here having a good time at uh, M1 Con- Concourse Champion Motor Speedway. Uh, we're going to take a break here, hear from our sponsors, and on the other side, we're going to be talking to Dave Nicholas about March Can-Am cars. You're on Car Radio 910 AM. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy. For months and months and months, I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials, and, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. 910 AM Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500, but they must air with a 30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Mike Z at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at M-I-K-E-Z at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesdays, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More daytime.